This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome to this beautiful sunny day. And we are so blessed to be on this side of uh, Christmas. It's nearly just a festival time, and uh, we are so blessed to be um, uh, in the studio today. And we are so privileged to have Sally Moon with us in the studio today. So we, it's such a privilege to have you here today, uh, Sally. Wonderful to be here, and thank you for inviting me. Great, and you know we was we, you are my first guest, in a long time, in the studio. So it's quite a new thing for me as well today. So I'm quite excited to have you here. We had you on two weeks ago, um, just and this is the second part uh, where we need to deal with our singleness, and this is a time where we uh, discuss certain things that are often not spoken about in the real world. And uh, so we just want to give you some wisdom and knowledge of how to navigate your singleness and how to live comfortably in your skin and just be have a nice, lovely, fulfilled life. And uh, Sally's going to just share with us a little bit. Uh, she shared with us, is the Lord our husband or our groom to the single person that was last week and this is part two and this is now a very very important topic that we're going to have is the kind of pitfalls that us young people and our single divorced widowed or whatever reasons are that we are um, single how do we uh, navigate ourselves according to the word so uh, Sally is going to give us great nuggets of how to manage this and uh, we're going to listen to Brendan Heath Brandon Heath so sorry Brandon Heath first love never fails what a topic um, so we will uh, catch up with you straight after this you're listening to rise on radio K pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome to my program called Rise with Renette Marburg on 7 to 9 a.m. And we have got a lovely guest in our studio this afternoon. Um, I've been, uh, she's been a wonderful um, mentor over the, uh, uh, in, a, in, a, in, in this time for me as well. So we are busy covering a, a topic which is very relevant to life at the moment. There is so much singleness and, you know, uh, Sally, you've also been, uh, you the founder of um, uh, Oil of Gladys and, uh, and you're an entrepreneur, you're an author. I'm just wanting to share something just now on one of your little, uh, in one of your books uh, about direction. And it was so profound for me, you know, and, uh, you know, you've been seated amongst kings and presidents and you've traveled the world. And in that time, you could have really made really bad choices and uh, you know and even though uh, you know how did you how did you manage uh, you know with the Lord um, as your guideline and your wisdom thanks Renate that was a very nice uh, introduction thank you very much 
Yeah, I've been a single for many, many years, and I was divorced when my children were five and four, so it was quite a wake-up call for me. And today I look at my two beautiful children, and they've got their beautiful children, and I must say, through all the ups and the downs, I've, I really must say that um, it's been a privilege to bring up my children on my own, and but it does come with issues, it does come with challenges, and I really don't know how I would have actually done it without the Lord. None of us are perfect, but with God's help, we can move forward with, with such confidence. And there are a couple of issues that I just would like to help help people that might, that it might help is the first thing is that we've got to forget the past. We've got to grow in our mistakes because I'm not only talking to single people, divorced people, uh, people that have lost their spouse, but it's a huge thing to forgive yourself and to know that you are valuable and precious in God's eyes. And that is so important for a, for a single person. But there are issues that we still got to deal with. And are you still angry? Is there a wee bit of pity? Are you seeing yourself as a victim? And are you striving for something or for someone? And these are all things that, that we've got to really look at and We've got to move forward and look at different things and, and new things. So forget the past is, is very, very important, but grow through your mistakes. Number two is a very, very big one for me is forgiveness. Um, before we can, we, we've got to be able to forgive whatever situation we've actually been in. And that's a hard one because, you know, you can't move forward unless you've actually forgiven. And if you don't forgive, you know, this root of anger and bitterness can actually take hold. And for me, being divorced, it, it, it was a big one. You know, I have a testimony of, of, of um, forgiveness when I don't know what was going on in my mouth, but my teeth were also sore all the time. And I went to the dentist and the dentist said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with your teeth. And I realized that I had tremendous unforgiveness towards somebody. And once I actually released it and repented of it, all the pain had gone from my teeth. So what I'm actually saying is that unforgiveness can actually affect your body in all sorts of ways. So that is a very, very important thing that we've got to do. It's not easy, but... Uh, that is something that, that really we must do. Then number three, which is, is very big, is rejection and hurt. You know, I think all of us, everybody, has been rejected at some stage or another. But just remember that Jesus was also rejected. Your self-worth is with the Lord. And just remember that you are a daughter of the King. If I'm speaking to a man, you're also valuable. And, but the rejection as a single person is, is something that I think other people don't actually understand. And just to give you an example, um, I was on a train, uh, uh, on a train from Johannesburg to Mapumalanga, and I was on my own. And I went and talked to, um, a couple sitting in, in, the, in the main carriage and immediately they rejected me. 
And I thought, well, this is going to be a very, very long train trip. But what it actually taught me right from the beginning of being single is that if you're talking to a couple, always talk to the lady because you don't want the man to be looking at you or her to be threatened in any way. And the most important, and that's really worked for me, that always when you're with a couple, talk to the ladies. And I must tell you that by the end of that train trip, I had a wonderful time. I was friends with everybody. They didn't see me as a threat. But being on your own, it's, it's tricky. You go through things that you never, ever thought that you would go through with, with the rejection. And also, you know, at the time that I got divorced, I was still relatively young and, and um, you know, you don't get invited out to dinner parties or, you know, if you're on your own. But so the true. men, if they're on their own, they always get invited, but not, not the ladies. And I'll talk about this a little bit later when, when we talk about uh, relationships. But um, the next one is relationships. And I think... You've got to realize that when, you, when you're on, on your own, for whatever reason, the relationships change. And I think we've all got to understand that there is change. Your friends that were your friends, and I'm talking really from a divorced aspect now, your friends that you thought were your friends somehow are not your friends anymore. And you've, you, you've just got to move on and understand that because... Uh, it's just the way it is. They either go for the husband and his new life or yes. um, they go for you. But it, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard. Um, always speak, as I said, speak to the, to the wife, but find new relationships. Find mixed with, with like-minded people, people that you feel that you can either – get built up with or they could come alongside you and you suddenly now the mother and you the father I'm talking obviously from the divorced aspect and change is 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 tricky but one's got to actually just embrace it and really look forward to it and realize that you know what there is a hope and there is a future but we've got to change. We've got to change our whole attitude. We've got to, we can't sit in a corner and expect life to come to us because it doesn't. We've got to get up there and get going and, and, and be a happy person. I just want to actually interject there because there's exactly something you've written in one of your books um, about direction. It says, get up and get going. And without knowing, get up and get going. I have the knowing. Have faith and belief. And I will show you that way, the way. But get up and get going. I have the knowing. It might be a small start. And I will show you step by step. I will light up your path. But just get up and do what I have planned for your life. Get up and get going. I will do the showing and the growing. It is such a beautiful um, uh, poem, this. And uh, it's, it, you know, it was based on uh, Proverbs 16, verse 9, where it says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Amen. And that mm. is such a painful 
decision to make, and it's such a hard decision to make when you are single and you are vulnerable. And uh, when we've got the Lord right in our footsteps and he says, but the Lord directs his steps. So that is such a, a, a beautiful promise that we have. Thank you. Um, I remember writing that, you know, because often when you're feeling a bit down in the morning and I actually was so thrilled that I had two children that I had to get up and get them dressed and take them to school because I had a purpose. Yes. And that really helped me to get up and realize that, you know, there is a life out there and let's get up and get going and embrace it. Yes, and you know, uh, you know, and it goes through the different phases of life. You know, mm. when they out of your your home, and then you starting a new life as well. So um, it's really it's it's relevant to all all phases of life. This particular um, poem of yours. Oh, thank you, thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah, the next the next um, next point that I'd like to make is time. Um, We've got to give ourselves time to heal, whatever the situation is. Um, and we've also got to have me time. You know, if you're bringing up kids on your own, you're so busy running here, there, and everywhere. And I think that applies to married couples as well. But, you know, the pressure on a single person is, is great. I mean, you're now the mother and the father. But you've also got to get to a point where you say, you know what, I've actually got to have a bit of me time. And... Those deep emotional um, needs and a lot of emotional healing has to take place. But just understand that and you can move forward. You need to deal with the baggage before you look anywhere else for a partner or a husband or for whatever. You need to deal with yourself and go through that deep emotional healing. Yes. And, um, you know, obviously... Uh, you know, parenting, um, uh, you know, when you fall into these pitfalls is that you keep uh, looking for partners and hoping that it lies, all these answers lie in um, the relationships that you are looking for, relationships that you've lost. Um, I think what you mentioned was very prevalent in, um, it's very hard when you've uh, picked up relationships as far as, um, uh, as a couple, uh, and then suddenly your friendships are like not there anymore. <laughs> not there anymore. And where do you know? Where do we you know? And and it is hundred percent right what you were saying about the fact that we end up looking at um, yes, we've lost a, another couple um, only because they don't know how to choose because they loved us both, and or they cared for us both. Yes. So it's very very hard to start mm. a new new uh, friendship line, especially if you've got children in the home. Um, and then obviously, um, you know, I would like us to maybe uh, just now, just chat, uh, you know, maybe after the break, just on the physical side, because there's certain things um, that you shared with me a little, uh, with the previous, uh, when, I, when I met with you, about how the Lord actually meets our needs on the physical side um, when we make him our lover. Um, in the sense as well. And that is one of the things that make people very hasty into to going into relationships. 
is the physical <clears throat> lack. Absolutely. And, mm. and then, you know, and especially, um, I need to forewarn you, um, you know, I, I, you know I'm, we're going to take a break now just now, but I just want to f- recapture this straight after that, um, is that this is, we call it the silly season, where people do not want to go into the new year alone. They do not want to go into um, Christmas alone. Yes. Um, their children are scattered or, you know, things have changed so much financially or whatever. So people start going onto dating sites and doing strange things and uh, or going out uh, unnecessarily uh, looking for that, uh, that person to go into the new year with and uh, making decrees and declarations <laughs> when it's not even in the Lord's plan. Mm. So, um, you know, I just would like us to just maybe catch up with that afterwards, if it's possible, Sally. Yes. Um, mm. You know, it's very uh, important for us not to fall into those holes. But we're going to listen to God of forever. That is so prevalent. I mean, God of forever. So we need to step into that God of forever. Yes. He is there forever for mm. us. And uh, mm. Stephen Curtis Chapman is going to... Uh, Sing for us, give us that beautiful version of God of Forever. Good afternoon, family and friends. And yes, I've got a special guest here in the studio with me. Her name is Sally Moon, and she's written two beautiful little books, uh, so easy to read and so easy on the ear and the eye. Um, it is called uh, In That Moment of Time and also my miracle moments and uh you know you've traveled the, the world sally and you know we were just uh, i just want to encourage you you know we also have a whatsapp line uh that you can contact us on 081-729-1657 or sms us on 37988 or telegram us on 081-729-1657 the same as our WhatsApp line. And we're also on Facebook. Please follow us on Facebook. Um, you know, we've got so many of our presenters uh, having great guests and there is so much happening on Facebook. So please follow us. Um, and we're on 729 Carpser Council uh, or 729 Cape, Cape Pulpit. And we also have a counseling department, which is very uh, necessary. It is 21 Oh, and uh, you just press option one. And that is such a, a, a lovely lifeline for us to have as well in, in this time that we are going into. And we were just discussing about the pitfalls that single people fall into continuously um, because we are so vulnerable. And as I said, mentioned before, especially on the physical side, um, you know, we have so many needs that need to be met. But the Lord is our God forever, as it was sung by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Uh, God is there forever and he can keep us safe and that we do not fall in these pitfalls. So, uh, Sally, just let us just recap on the physical sides of the uh, you know being single. Look, it's it's not easy. Um, when you get divorced, you've obviously been in a relationship and you've had that intimacy. And I remember going to a doctor and saying, "Look, how does one actually cope with this?" And I remember him saying, and he said, uh, "The more you have, the more you want. The less the le- the less you have, the less you need." The least you have, the least, the less you need, and you know it's it's not easy. 
But you know what? Your your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is, is self-control. And when you feel yourself maybe really battling in this area, just go and do something different. Just get up or go for a run or go and, and have a swim or get into the Word. But we, we mustn't lust after the flesh. We must have the fruit of the Spirit of self-control. And, you know, it's so important that because of our desire to be loved, that we don't go down the wrong path. And why I say this is that we think that maybe the sexual intimacy will bring us love. Well, that's the eros love. And we actually are looking for God's given agape love, which is the unconditional love that, that God gives us. And we certainly don't want to be in a codependent relationship. Um, and I just find as singles that we are so vulnerable, especially if you've been divorced. You just have someone that has to come across your path and, you know, encourage you or bring you flowers or give you a kind word and, and you fall for it. And you've, you've got to be very, very careful with the vulnerability of, of what is coming your way. And, you know, I actually got married a second time. And when I look back on it, there was such a need for me to be married and, you know, have a family, a proper family unit again. But you know what? I, I never, ever had that feeling of peace. And it was, it was wrong. The whole thing was a disaster. So be very, very careful if, you, if you're looking out there through to, to suffice your need. Um, just... Be very, very careful because there are people out there that if you're in a business, they can see you as a meal ticket um, and suddenly all your finances are gone. So, you know, all I'm saying to you is that if you concentrate on yourself and get yourself right with all the issues that you've been dealing with and concentrate on what your plan is, what God wants you to do in your life, when the man comes, it will be the right man that will come alongside you and you will do whatever your destiny is together. So I'm just saying be careful. Be very, very careful. Um, the couple of scriptures, ways to avoid sexual sin, Proverbs 7 verse 25. I'm not going to read them all, but if you want to look them up. And, you know, sexual sin will always hurt somebody if it's, not in a marriage. So look at Proverbs 6, 25 and 26. And all I'm saying is that, that lust is there and you've just got to be very careful because there's no no freedom in, in sexual sin outside of a marriage. It's actually an enslavement. And if you look at 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 to 20, you'll see that that, that is the scripture to really go on. But also just going back to relationships for a while, I'll never forget when I was at my children's um, primary school and we were playing, I was friendly with all the mothers and what have you. And when we got to the evening when it was the, the mothers and the fathers, I was there and suddenly the mothers that I'd been friendly with during the day, when the husbands were around, they were very push off 
They didn't want me to be around. So these are all things that we have to deal with and we've just got to get on with it and realize that that, that is the situation. Another thing I would like to just mention is tremendous loneliness. Loneliness is something that I think all of us suffer from at some stage or another, but it can it can lead to huge issues. You know, it can lead to alcohol over, you know, just drinking too much, overeating, sitting in your chair at night and eating those text bars, drugs. And we've just got to be very careful with the loneliness because instead of being lonely, try and spend time with God, read the word and reach out to others. If you can realize that others are in a far worse position than what you are. And if you could just reach out and, and help and, and go and take someone for a, a, an ice cream or, but you must have a support system in place. You must have friends or family that you can trust that will come alongside you and get you through your darkest moments. And some of your darkest moments are actually loneliness. Yes, yes, that's very prevalent what you're saying now. It's very profound because um, in that times that your mind runs and as you said about the drugs, it's, you know, people go on antidepressants and not that there is a place for everything, but, you know, people just have so many other habits that come into play and um, again and then force them into um, going into wrong relationships. So, um, you know, before we go on to uh, our, uh, you know, oh, time just flies. Eh? It does. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't believe it. Um, mm. And, you know, as, as, as you wish, as you know, you have been sharing that, you, you know, you do workshops and you do talks and stuff like that as well. Um, so, you know, people yes. are, at later on, we will just share uh, Sally's details. Um, if there's anything, and it sounds like everything is, but a person needs to be reminded of these, uh, these things that happen. You know, we sometimes are good at one point and not at the other. You know, you read that poem about get up and get going, and often we don't know what's going to happen when we get up and get going. That's right. But I just want to share a rather funny incident, and it's about provision. You know, uh, we've now got to look at how, how are we going to pay for things? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? And my daughter came to me, and she was about 15, and she said, you know, Mum, you do know it's my birthday. And this repeatedly, she asked me, can we go to the to the dress shop because I've seen some wonderful clothes and I'd like to show you mum for my birthday. Now I was in a position at that stage where I was between finance coming in and going out so I wasn't very flush but anyway we went up to the shop and she was a bit cheeky. She just put all these clothes over her arm and went and tried them all on and she just looked gorgeous in all of them. And I'm sort of saying to myself, oh dear, now how are we going to pay maybe for one or maybe two, but certainly not the whole lot. So I decided to go down and open, uh, to the accounts department and I opened up an account thinking that maybe I would buy her one or two. And we get up to the sales lady to the counter and the sales lady said, well, just give me the clothes. And my daughter handed all the clothes to her. 
And at that moment, she also handed my daughter a piece of paper with a whole lot of squares on them with a silver covering over each square. And she told my daughter to cross a square. And she crossed a square and we opened it up and it said 100% discount. That's our Lord. She got <laughs> all the clothes for absolutely 100% no finance that I had to pay. So, you know, what I'm saying to you is get up and get going because you never, never know what God's going to do. And just to finish off that little testimony, I did go and close the account a couple of weeks later. Ah, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Okay, we're going to listen to You The Reason by Johan Britz. And he, oh, he's one of my favorite local artists. And he just got married uh, uh, recently. So um, I'm so happy he's on my, on my program today. So we're going to listen to You The Reason. It's one of my favorite songs of his. And uh, we're going to chat further later. Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Good afternoon, and that was You the Reason by Johan Britz. And if you've just joined us, uh, it's Renette Myberg on 7 to 9 a.m. And we've got Sally Moon, who's an author, founder of Oil of Gladness. And she's got a wonderful ministry that uh, she deals with going out, doing workshops and uh, seminars and you know meeting with people uh, and we are discussing today about the pitfalls of singleness that we often fall into especially at this time of the year so thank you so much for joining us Sally well thank you thank you Renette I just wanted to give a few guidelines and one is don't concentrate on the problems pray God's word and the solution the angels are waiting to be assigned to work for us. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything will be added unto you. Matthew 6, verse 33. That includes your finances. It includes your destiny. God has a plan for your life, a good plan. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. And in these days when you pray, I will listen, and you will find me when you seek me, if you look for me in earnest. And I'm encouraging each and every one of you now to move into your destiny. The past is gone. Ask the Lord if there's anything that's holding you back. Have the faith, and what your desire is, is normally your destiny. And I'd just like to finish off with, you know, the sunflowers in the fields. They always look glorious and beautiful when the sun is shining. But when the sun goes down on a rainy or overcast day, the heads of the sunflowers don't droop. They turn their heads towards each other to share their energy. This to me is a good example of what nature has to show us. When we are feeling a little low or going through a difficult time, we need each other. So turn to a friend and share your situation. A problem shared is a problem halved. Amen. That is such a good good analogy of just getting to, you know, we, we need to have 
build up other relationships in these times. Absolutely. And, you know, I used to play a lot of tennis and um, I was playing in the finals of our girls' school singles championship and we all felt very important and we had all the staff there and the parents and the girls and ball boys and my parents wanted to come and watch and I said, please don't come, you're going to make me very nervous. Anyway, it was obviously out of three sets and the first set I was six love down. The second set I was four love down and I stopped and I saw my mother hiding behind a bush and I asked the ball girl to please go up and fetch her and bring her down. And she came down and it was all very embarrassing because there I was really being, you know, my, my tennis was not good. And she just looked at me and she gave me the thumbs up sign as if to say, right, now you can do it. And that set, I won 6-4 and the final set, I lost, I won 6-love. And why I am telling you this little story is that I knew I could do it, but I didn't believe in myself. And my mother came down and she knew I could do it, but she believed in me. And how much more does God believe in you? He believes in you that you can fulfill your destiny for your life. So I'm just saying there's hope, there's future and, and encouragement for you to move forward to fulfill your destinies. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, Sally, uh, if you can just maybe just share your, um, uh, your details, if anybody wants to get uh, to chat to you or, um, you know, maybe you can visit them at their Bible studies or whatever. Oh, that would be lovely. I would love that. My telephone number is 082-553-7725. O eight two five five three seven seven two six. I do do workshops and and people can interact about what they're struggling with and we can all chat around it and be there for each other. And my email address is spint s for sugar p for Peter i n for Nancy t for Tommy at iafrica dot com, and I can respond to you with whatever. Uh, I can help you with. And just a couple more things is five points. Look at your spiritual life. Are you praying and reading the word daily? Mental life. Are you taking captive every thought to the obedience of Christ? Are you casting down imaginations and negative thinking? Work, work life. Are you working dil diligently with integrity? Are you putting in, an, in, in your eight-hour-a-day um, contract? Financial. Are you being wise with your financial affairs? Are you giving to the Lord which belongs to him in tithes and offerings and also giving to the poor? And social. Are you the light? Are you being the light in the darkness? Are you being instrumental in helping people know about the Lord? And, you know, often we can be out there communicating with people, and I'm talking about maybe communicating with men, and they could take 
take it up in the wrong way, thinking that maybe you're flirting with them. But mm -hmm. in fact, you're not. You're communicating. And often that opens up a door for you to actually speak about the love of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Sally. It was really uh, profound and uh, everything was uh, contextualized for me in, in one go. And uh, thank you for the golden nuggets and thank you for joining us today. May the Lord continuously use you mightily for his kingdom. Have a huge impact on those that need to hear the word from a pure source. And um, yes, we need we need uh, to have the truth being spoken at times like this. So we're going to play out with Known. Thank you. Interesting. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. Thank you very much for having me and inviting me. And I hope that in some way, someone or people out there have been encouraged. I do believe that. Thank you. You encouraged me a lot as well. <laughs> um, so we're going to listen to Torin Wells uh, by Known. Uh, uh, the song is called Known. We're going to play out with that. And we are going to have uh, Gilma Stunner joining us straight after that. So please, family and friends, be safe. Look after yourselves. Uh, be kind to yourselves. And yes, uh, stick to the rules and you'll be safe. And we are looking forward to you next week, same time this week. Uh, we are going to have a great week. I pray, pray that you'll have um, a great time this week. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.